I'm Brad. I'm Justin. And I'm the Cinemated. Listed as one of the top local podcasts by Cincinnati Magazine, we are the Cinema Guys. Welcome to the show. Hey, welcome. Get into it that time. Just get into it. I need a new dance every week. You I have do. to. I think you, you do. Dance. You yeah. Do. Well, you know, it's this a, it's is a your, song. Keeping it fresh. This is your first time checking out the Cinema Guys. Welcome in, or welcome to the Thunderdome. Welcome to the Thunderdome. Welcome to the Cinema Dome. That's a Cinedome. thing. Cinedome. Cinedome. That sounds like a delicious treat. If you're returning for yet another action-packed episode, welcome back. Yes, it's actioned and it's packed of action. But not a superhero movie. But not a superhero movie. Speaking <laughs> of action-packed or lack thereof, I want to do a kind of a, a edit to our last episode where I was trying to defend Transformers the last night. <sighs> I have watched this movie again recently. Oh, why? And realized that I slept <laughs> for a lot more in this movie than I thought I and did. And I was absolutely right that you missed nothing, correct? I missed nothing. <laughs> yes. And probably a good hour and a half of the movie could have been cut out. It probably was a lot better sleeping through it. Like, oh, yeah, it was <laughs> that bad. You it liked was, it. You know, bad guys were bad and good guys won in the end. I, that's what I saw. And I, in the end, I probably would put it on my worst list of last year after it really was another I, I didn't see it but i, I actually don't know how a movie there like a, that there gets were a made. few cool action scenes but no it was about it yeah well hey good good on you being able to admit when you are wrong thanks thanks <laughs> just figure i better s- stop the facade while i could like you know and i just better admit it well we went to see the shape of water triangle. It's a really, answer. it's a really fluid shape. You know, it's more like triangle. It's shapeless, if you will. Isosceles. Uh, it is. Uh, I was like, oh, the answer is triangle no at the end of the movie. Water doesn't have a shape. Yeah, but they made it a shape. They give it a triangle <laughs> shape in the movie. <laughs> I don't think so. It was directed by Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo. Guillermo. And Guillermo. Guillermo. Kick it off with a little top of this. This. Since we went to see a movie by directed by Guillermo del Toro, which we will actually have two Guillermo del Toro movies that we'll talk about in this episode. Boom, double feature. It is. Crimson Duo, Peak and Shape Feature-o. of Water. We are going to do a, a top this of Guillermo movies. Top two. What are we, is that what we figured out? Top two. I think top two. I think top two because top three. It's mainly that's it's a third of, of the things that he's directed. <laughs> so a third of his movies. If he did three, Cinna Maiden. He's starting us off. Sure. My favorite one. Oh, you're starting with number one. Yeah, because I don't really. Numero. I'm not uno. like in love with a lot of them. Yeah, you know what? I think I was in the beginning. In love with, I was like, "What? Who's this new Guillermo del Toro? It's great!" He has a, and he now has I think style. he's uh, he's. This is why you shouldn't like him. He's Guy Ritchie. Oh, or was it you? No, it was you no. that didn't like. Uh, you hated uh, his King, King Arthur, Arthur, right? Yeah. Where I was like, "Oh, this is Guy Ritchie doing Guy Ritchie with King Arthur." I feel like if Guillermo del Toro did King Arthur, 
There'd be like someone with their finger getting cut off, someone with getting yeah. stabbed in their skin. Yeah. And probably some creature. And like some sort of creature, creature with long fingers. Like they're all the same. I'm like, oh, okay, this is the Guillermo del Toro King Arthur story. Like we, and that's not bad. I think that's an artist being an artist, but it's not different. Anyways, that's my Yamato yeah. Doa. What's your number one? What is your your top? Going with number one already. So number one is, I mean, we're not going to talk about it because it is The Shape of Water. I think that it's my favorite one of his movies that I've seen. Mm, It's good. Which we will dig into soon. It's good. Good good pick. Justin, what is your, I already Uh, know what your top one of his list is. It's super odd. Mimic? If you've listened, (laughs) funny shows. (laughs) Uh, No, if you've listened to this podcast at all, number one is Blade 2. Oh, wait, I should have known that. Hold on, because, hey, Blade 1 was awesome. Yeah. Blade 2 was really, really good. But Blade, Blade 3, 3 is your favorite. No, 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 Blade 3 is my favorite. Um, Blade 1 is definitely my favorite. I loved Blade 1. Because I, I think that. Deacon Frost is one of the best bad guys. I thought he was great. And Blade 2, I thought, oh, now they've taken the world and evolved it into something different. Blade 3 had Ryan Reynolds with his shirt off, and yeah. that was just amazing. It was uh, he was chained to the ground. Uh, <laughs> I, that's my dream body. I'm like, uh... Maybe one day I'll have that, but I won't. <laughs> I thought Blade Two was the better of. Oh, it's cool. Of, and you, my favorite. You know, he partners with sure. them. I love all the blades, but I thought Blade Two was great, and I thought he did a good job. I honestly had a tough choice picking a favorite because I I lo- like everything majority of his movies. We will talk about the majority I do not like soon enough. So when you say majority, you're thinking like five movies. Of his, he he has directed nine films. Nine films, and so we don't count writing or producing, correct? Yeah, we're just counting directing, straight directing. Blade Two would definitely be up towards the top. I don't know if I would say it was my number one. That's why my number one would probably be Pan's Labyrinth because I just that would be on my number two. I love the the visuals of that movie, the creatures in that movie, like the the little creature with the eyes in his hands, the saggy man. Yeah. Ugh, no. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, was good. cool, but no. And it was a, a fairly depressing movie, too. It was a, kind of a downer of a film. Well, and but here's I mean, the deal. So really I uplifting. typically rate movies by, you know, obviously if I enjoyed it or not, but also its rewatchability. So Same. I don't think there is a single Guillermo del Toro film that he has directed that I would say, yeah, I'd watch again. There's just, one. Except for Blade Two, that's right. Yeah, so I do literally Blade no, Two. I have, I have I have rewatched both Hellboys multiple times, and everyone watched them again. And I love both those movies. I've rewatched Pacific Rim multiple times. <sighs> Pacific Rim, I wanted it to be so much better than it was. I'm excited about the second one. I'm not as excited. Ooh, he must one. really like Charlie Hunnam, then, huh? He brought him back for uh, Crimson Peak. Charlie Hunnam. Uh, Jax Teller from Oh, you're right. Sons of Anarchy. I forgot that he was in that. Yeah, he's like the main star. He's not and he's the also main Crimson star Peak. of Crimson Peak. He's no, but no, main star of uh, uh, is it Pacific Rim. Rim. Oh, is he in the new one? No, he is well, not. He's not no, he's in the original. Oh. I think he died. He died in the first no. one? No. no. Just I was like, it's John Boyega. John Boyega's the main actor in the second one. So that, picking a second one, because I love Blade 2, I love both the Hellboys, I love Pacific Rim, like they're all very rewatchable for me, so... Eh, I can see it. I Not wish I liked those, the Hellboys. I just it's didn't. Hard. 
There's only I, two movies of his that I've seen. I really I like um, Ron Perlman a lot, and I thought he was perfect as mm. Hellboy. I only see him Interesting, Ron Anarchy. Perlman was also in Sons of Anarchy with mm-hmm. Charlie Hunnam. He was. Did and Guillermo was del Toro also... have anything to do with Sons of Anarchy? I don't think so. No. Mm. Just pals or pals? And Ron Perlman was also in Blade 2 and Pacific Rim. Oh, Ron, Ron Perlman was in uh, Blade 2. I forgot that he was in Pacific Rim, though. I don't, I don't think I remember that. Yeah, he was yeah like I guess the, the Blade 2 would guy. be the only movie I've rewatched of, of Guillermo de Toro's. I'd rewatch Crimson Peak. That's my second one. I mean, I I'd know. probably go rewatch Blade 2 right now if you were like, I actually, maybe I'll Crimson go home Peak. and put it in and be like, Blade. That was the video game. In the video game, whenever he bladed out, it would go, Blade. Would it really? Yeah. Well, let us know what you think on Guillermo del Toro, if his movies are rewatchable or your favorites. You can let us know what you think. Go to wearethecinemaguys.com slash contact. Let us know some stuff. Yeah. Give us a call. Email us. All that good stuff. The big movie we went to see, Shape of Water, which won a Golden Globe for directing. The Shapeless Mm. Shape of Water. Is that the only Golden Globe it won? I can't remember. I think it, I think it was the only one. And this Go, is where going okay. in, going in, like I'd only seen like a trailer, so I kind of had a a concept of what it might. You be. knew a lady fell in love with a sea monster. Yeah, yeah, and that that's and then a whole lot more. Yeah, happened. That's basically what this is. Is like a was the other person that was at the theater with us. Like this was a love story set in the 1950s, the way Guillermo del Toro would tell it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Terrifying. this is where I'm going to <laughs> sort of recant. Like it sounded like in my top that I didn't love. It's not that I don't love him as a director because what I do think he is amazing at. And when we get to Crimson Peak, I'm going to talk about it there. Obviously, with Pan's Labyrinth uh, and this movie, is he can create some beautiful scenes. Oh, like he is yes. an artist. If that's his job to create these scenes, then he is he does it very. That's very the main well. reason I think I liked. Crim- well, we're gonna get there, but Crimson Peak. I think that's beautiful. the main it's reason I liked it. Um, I wish that, that, that one of the big reasons I love Shape of Water was. It, yeah, it was so it cool. Yeah, awesome. The fish guy, that was well, fascinating. They just a little disappointed because if you'd seen Hellboy, you'd know it's the same character. I, <laughs> same, know, I feel but like it's the still, same it was suit. Super. Pretty. I got this it, suit laying around. It'd be a watermelon. I mean, suit. It, it was the same actor. Played, was it really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Played in and he's the same guy as the hand guy from Pan's Labyrinth. Yes. Do you think he was really a god? No. The little like mer creature? Yes. Person? I think that he just I mean super healing, to be honest. So he's like a Wolverine yeah. mixed with Neymar, mixed with Aquaman. Uh so, mixed with fish face from <laughs> He Man. So to set it up, Blob there's fish. uh this lady who is mute and she works with Octavia. I can't Spencer believe she get her here. voice back. I thought totally she would be healed. But by the time she was sleeping with the the fish But I guess now that I say that out loud, the deaf community doesn't consider that a handicap, so maybe there was nothing to be healed healed of. That's interesting. It's interesting. I like that you just went through that right here, right now. The whole process. But she wasn't deaf. You said the deaf community. Sorry. She was mute. She could hear. Oh, you're right. She just could not speak. mute community. Yeah, I don't know about the mute community. I don't know what they think. Well, I mean, wouldn't that be a deformity in your vocal cords? Or did something happen to her? We don't well, know. Wait, well, was... she, had, she had scars on her neck. Oh, are so they scars so it, or are they gills? it was an injury, I think they were gills. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm telling you right now, she died. That whole illusion in the end was just a, like... We uh, jumped oh. around a lot. Well, I was, we were trying to set it up. But I, don't set think she, I don't think she lives. 
I think she dies with that gunshot. He can't save her. I think he can. I don't think she turns into Gill girl. I end. think that those always were Gills. I mean, she was found by the river. There you go. Uh, so we don't know who found her and who put her in an apartment. And who did she grow up in the system or what's the deal? We don't know any of this. No stuff. one knows. I don't think. He, I don't think that because uh, I will tell you right now. For forty five percent of the movie, I thought that was her dad. Really? <laughs> I did neighbor. not. I was I like, got, oh, they're just it's cute. They live in these cool little separate apartments because she needs her own space. But yeah, it's her dad. She has that morning. And he talked to her like a dad. I, I feel like I he didn't was. Get that at all? I totally no. had the dad vibe, and it was no. it would literally maybe even like. 75% of the movie because it hit a point where I was like oh, that's not a dad it's not a dad. <laughs> that, <laughs> this that, just that a guy because they kept calling went. her friends and I was like oh yeah d- daughter and dad can be friends <laughs> oh I will say that that first time that he went to that restaurant with the guy I was like oh he's gay well, I knew that like, that was like obvious but like, in the 1950s being gay you probably still married story. Story. no but I'm saying in the 1950s being gay you probably still married a woman and because they weren't out yet so yeah. that's why I thought yeah. oh he had this daughter she's taken off yeah uh, and they did they like obviously know each other for a long time because they did their little dance together to the to the TV show and I was like it's oh a- from what I gather, like they didn't dig too much into his backstory. That he obviously worked for a, a major company and was. Ooh, do you think the guy who was off. talking to him from that major company was his lover? Because I got that, I got that vibe too. Oh. I don't know. That if was, was probably his lover, his lover, or maybe something happened in the company that that because mm. it was the fifties, and you know they, they what, look are at that up. differently. Then. Key lime pie is never delicious. <laughs> I love key lime pie. <laughs> key lime barf That key on lime my face. pie looks gross. <laughs> yes, it did. No, I, I it, totally thought that was her dad. And for it, the, have most you ever seen Delicatessen or like some of the movie had a, a similarity to me of Amelie? If you've ever seen, mm, it, yeah, I love Amelie. Like the music kind of had that same sound to it and even some of the the colors and and stuff like that i, I kind of yeah gave me a little bit of that feel of like these little i don't want to say quirky characters but these c- characters that live because they lived above a theater mm. with the the owners that were kind of like i don't know their kind of story but then she lived in an apartment and then this this man lived in the well and that's why and i they thought they were fought, even when they argued it, they argued like an older woman I mean, and the father. My roommate and I fight like sisters. That doesn't mean that. No, I just assumed that. I, just, I don't know why I assumed that. I just thought that was it the whole time. But it's funny, like, yeah, you, the colors, especially the green color. Yeah. Uh, when he changed the jello, the entire time I was like, I don't think I could paint jello that good. It's really, <laughs> really well done. But she worked in a government facility that they brought in this creature, like a. A merman. Well, it was a like government a, facility that had apparently a lot of secrets, and that was just one. No, yeah, that, that was, was just a little one. more and, crazy than the other ones. And her, and then um, Octavia Spencer, they worked together, and I think that was just kind of like her friend. It was a friend at work, and then she kind of went on her way after that. But. Yeah. Uh, it was. What's the main actress's name? Sally Hawkins. No, I'm glad you knew that. I mean, one thing I, I thought was really interesting in the movie was the idea of sexuality, like. Yeah. So I feel like the way they shot and portrayed her at first, I didn't know if I, uh, from a in a in that sort of sense, thought, oh, is she attractive or not? Not that I'm looking for that, but 
they're they're certainly bringing that about at some point that there's something yeah. more sensual to this, like there, this there character. A huge and as she becomes tone and as she becomes character. more connected, they bring that out more, and I find myself oh more thinking more attracted to her as a as a character. And I'm I was real fascinated to go through that you know sort of journey with the character of the sea monster at the same time. And, and know, with I it was her... That was the most profound thing is I thought it's its journey through sexuality. This is the first movie that I remember ever seeing her as an actress. And then after I watched... What, is she, what else is she in? Paddington. I watched Paddington with oh, my boys. Well, you know, I did not. And, and she's in it. I didn't care to see that And she's movie, the mom Paddington. and talking. I was like, oh. She, she oh, I, I saw you having personal time like, in a bathtub. No. If if I was a voter, I would vote for her as a a best actress because I thought she did a phenomenal job. I of thought she the, did a really good job. No, I thought yeah, of fantastic. the mute character with the sign language and giving that emotion on her face and stuff as she's without having to yeah have the dialogue that that goes along with it. Yeah, no, I thought she did really good. It was yeah, it was good to just if I as I'm thinking, I was trying to think the whole time like. Everyone I know who had seen the movie for me was like, oh my gosh, it's so good. It's so big. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I was expecting something. So halfway through, I'm trying to go like deep in my mind. Like, okay, what's the shape of water? There is no shape of water. What's the shape of love? We could love sea creatures because there is no shape of love. It's Love is arbitrary. Like the water is arbitrary. Like oh. I was like really stretching in my brain to find the no, depth. That's actually I mean, at its... At its simplest, it is just a love story. Yeah. It's a um, noir. I know, like I feel like a yeah, old noir a love woman story. Is a falls thing. in love with. I mean, at this, a man creature, and it doesn't matter that it's another creature. She fell in love with this creature, and this creature fell in love with her. They both love I'm each other. I'm still on how like they. It's, uh, so I don't know who it was, and I think whoever it was may listen to our podcast, so they may say something here. Someone I was talking to has a very strong theory that they never did procreate or have intercourse, that it was more just her talking about it and that didn't happen. What? But she did the little, like, hand She explained how it I know, she did the sign. I'm saying, I don't remember what their reasoning was, but someone was very strong about that. I want to throw this out with it. Like I said, it was at its simplest form. It's a love story between here it's a creature and this woman but then on the flip side, we haven't even talked about Michael Shannon yet. Hmm. And he, his whole story, like he had what, you know, in the 50s, you would consider like perfect. the perfect little family with the kids, the little, the son who's like, oh, hi, dad. Give them totally a willing kiss to on cheat cheek. on her with. Yeah. And with that facade of the perfect family. Right. But then on the flip side of it, it he's very out of violent. His mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was. Extremely violent. You know, and there was definitely a. Uh, they were saying something about the male role, even given um, uh, the woman from The Help, what's her Octavia name? Spencer. Octavia Spencer, her husband, being such a weak man, and, and, and a really awkward moment trying to pretend to be strong at one point. Now, I'm going to go put my foot down, but he, he can't. Yeah. The, yeah. you know, and the strongest male character, I guess I would say the strongest male character ends up being the spy, right? The, the, the Russian the, the spy. The Russian spy. Um, he's the one with compassion. He's the one with that goes against uh, to save you know, it. sort of any yeah. kind of love. I guess you could say the sea creature, but I think he wasn't very strong. He was more immortal. So he liked he, uh, he liked hard boiled eggs 
And he liked them hard boiled eggs. Yeah, he liked her. Heal himself from a bullet wound, but never tasted a hard boiled egg. I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> What's he gonna do? Boil it in the sea? I don't know. He had those Amazonians worshiping him. I bet they brought him hard boiled eggs at some point. Here's an egg. You put in the water. Boiled. Have it. I bet it happened. I'm so no. saying. No. <laughs> it's. I would probably put it towards the top of my list of his movies just because of visually it was amazing. Mm. I thought the soundtrack was amazing. Very pretty. And the multiple levels, like I said, it was a simple love story, but there were multiple levels of different types of love throughout the movie that you were like. How long do you think it would take if you stuffed a towel into the crack of the door (laughs) for your bathroom to fill up up the entire room without leaking? Yes. (laughs) I don't think it would happen. How long Let's do you think it. it would take? I mean, you got the sink and the bathtub on. I'm into it. Let's test it. All right. It, it seemed like it only took. You know, also, like how'd she breathe underwater during that time? No, he oh, was like did. breathing she into did. her. No, she did go up to the top and then come down. No, it was good. I liked it. I, I, liked I feel it. like you know. I I do know. I wonder if there was a something I wasn't connecting with as far as the depth because somebody I know was like, "Man, this is really." I, good I mean, I, I think there that. was a deeper meaning in a lot of the stuff but i think just looking as it it's a straight love story and that in its simplest form yeah. and that's i think that's and what he because it was be. that that's why i do think it's like she the whole actually love probably is love did thing, die. whether it's yeah. between different creatures exactly. or uh homosexual yep. you lo- relationship you love who or you love you love who you love so we also didn't get into so i feel like in every gemo del toro film there is always <laughs> one scene one moment Oh, he fingers? does something where I you have know. to look away. You know what that was for me. So, no, it was for everyone. Yeah. When he pops his fingers, dead fingers off, and I think the way that he, that whoever wrote it did a good job, they had already made reference to the putrid smell scent of his fingers. Like, <laughs> and really? then he pops them off. I was like, I, I But like in Pan's up. Labyrinth, when the guy sews his own cheek together... Yeah. I was like, uh, and Crimson Peak when he she stabs him in the cheek, yeah. or like gr- takes the knife and slides her hand down it. I'm like, uh. I don't think that was the worst part of Crimson. Peak. I don't we'll get know. To it it was, minute. but there's always. I feel like that's his gig. How can I have a creature with long fingers? How can I have a something that makes everyone turn away? I don't it? think I've ever almost thrown up during a movie. Oh my gosh, you did corner it sort of gag, didn't you? I forgot I you you sort of like a, did a hack. I, yeah, I like did. A, I really <sighs> thought that I was going to throw up. It was I actually so thought you were going to throw up too. I was like, she's going to barf. You me. actually were like, are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> It was terrible. bad. It was gross. Ugh. Ugh. Well, that's a uh, shape of shape. I keep wanting to say shape of the water, but it's just like the shape, shape of, of the water. water. Uh, you the- said that- you water that, that has the shape of the things. Of you the said water. that during the movie. You're like, yeah, we're gonna watch the shape of the water. The shape of the water, but it's just shape. The shape of water. The shape of water, which has no shape. Well, flipping to a another Guillermo del Toro, I guess you could say it was a love story as well. It was definitely not a love story. It was well, definitely not a love story. Unless it, we were talking about incestual love and <laughs> it, it absolutely was. Wait, but T-Hits did love her in the end. Yeah, I think it was a love story no, in a different no. level. Yes, he, he did. was crazy face, man. No, but he did he, he, no. no, he loved no, her. He loved I think her. he had some affection for someone that wasn't his sister for the first time in his life and he was like, alright, this sister thing's going crazy. No, I think he loved her and I think that's why he actually ended up saving her. Yeah, he, he he loved her in the end. 
And the whole time at the beginning, Jessica Chastain wanted to. Are you sure that are you sure you want to like pick her? Are you sure you want to pick her? Yeah. Uh. I, I thought throughout. Now this one is. There's no sea creatures. This is a ghost story. Yeah. Okay. So that was my actually gonna be my first question. What type of movie would you say this is? It's not a horror film because it's not scary. Is it a ghost? Film? I th- I think it's just a. I think it's a horror. Like in a, a way, it a was vic- not scary though. An old Victorian era ghost story. Ghost story, but not like demons, ghosts coming to get you. It was just well, it had a huge like even cast. At, the, at the end. It was like Loki made. She made the comment that ghosts are real. Like right, she I, yeah. Well, and this Guillermo del Toro movie, I'm on the opposite side. I I didn't care for it. Well, I really liked it. It was very beautiful. It, it was actually is oh, one film I fantastic. thought. So my favorite part of the entire movie was to see what new season it was falling through the middle of that house. I loved it. I loved the <laughs> leaves. I loved the snow. Every time I was like, this is the best part of this movie. Like, Yo, what's, the, what's coming in the middle of the Because when the, she first walks into that, well, when it, I feel like there's like movie one, movie two. There's movie one when she's in America. Yeah. Movie two, they move to this Crimson Peak Eek. house. And then the house at that point becomes its own character, right? Yeah. The house is so eccentric and weird. It's its own character. So I liked that. I was like, oh, this house has personality. And the house with, I thought it had to do with Jessica Chastain, but it didn't in the end. The fireplace would just like get bright every now and then and and erupt. And you got this idea that the house was breathing and living. And mainly because of the tragic deaths that had occurred, it had become a house of ghosts and a house of yeah of living creatures and that you can't see but i mean clean it up like it was dirty <laughs> it was disgusting yeah if he loved her he'd have been like you know what i'm not taking you to edinburgh yeah. house and crimson peak or whatever because it's nasty I, I found that kind of weird how she you know her father dies brutally that i thought that was worse than the that well, back the then back then i don't like think they like you knew how to do any like csi Ooh, are we? They didn't have that, man. They never had any of the CSI. So it was like, well, he's is wet and his face is bashed in several Uh, times. He was probably shaving his face and he just fell. I think he just fell. That fell and smashed it really hard repeatedly. Yeah, like he like got up and he fell again, and then he got up and he fell. You know, as you've done several times when you fell in the bathroom and bashed your face several times. Same spot. That's really it's unfortunate. With her after her father died, and then she went with him and moved from her, you know, big house in America to his the Crimson Peak Mansion, and just walking in like a hole in the ceiling, and he's like, "Oh yeah," there and it's Ew, sinking a little bit, and she doesn't even bat an eye. She's and so, like, what oh, was his okay. research? What was he trying to do? He's trying to uh, farm it, aerate the clay, or something. Yeah, I don't. He was building this machine to do something with the mine, clay. Mine? I don't know if that's the right word. Mine so, the clay, and I liked. So this is what I liked. I liked. The artsiness of it. But I liked, okay, these ghosts, you know, are telling her something. It's been telling her something. It was the ghost of her mother telling her something years ago about what's going to happen in her future. And she should have listened. And she didn't know. And Mm -hmm. I like that idea. But yeah, the beginning part where the ghost of her mom was like, beware of Crimson Peak. And you're like, okay. Once she gets there, I just felt like 
it was a letdown to me. I would the whole time. I was like, when, where, when's it gonna be? I was like, because the girl always wear red. Um, the bad guy girl, she always wore red. Yes, and so I was like, oh, she's the Crimson Peak. But I was like, oh, it's the house. It's the house. And then the the ghost, the red ghost there. The other, the biggest thing I didn't understand is why they needed to prey on these young rich women. Like I didn't. They had to. I, I know they get it needed money, but for what? So he could do his clay research, and yeah, so she could more collect butterflies. The... <laughs> no, so he could get more money for his. So machine. she could make tea. And Devil for tea. her, it was just about her being psycho and in love with her brother. For yeah. him, yeah. it was about the research of yeah. his machines. That's never gonna work. Yeah. Because basically they were churning up clay yeah. that turned the snow red. Yeah. And there was ghosts in the house. Yeah. That they didn't see, but she could see because she's ghost if, sensitive. If they, if they didn't see, why did they lock these bodies in these giant vats of the red clay stuff just to try to hide the bodies? I think to just hide the bodies. It didn't matter. It wasn't like the nearest town like a week away or something. Yeah. Was um, I know that I found it interesting that they were so focused on like the future of their establishment and their lives. And the thing that kept holding them back was that she kept seeing their past. I thought that that was really cool. Hmm. That's interesting. Like they were, she was very focused on the past and they were very focused on the um, future and ignoring their past. And ultimately it was their past that brought them down because only she could see Mm. what it was. That's good. And I, I actually kind of liked the ghosts. Like, yeah, they, they cool. were, you know, and I liked her. I liked the progression of at first, it's scary. Ooh, this black ghost and your little girl. And I was like, ooh, that's scary. But because she saw them so much, it's eventually like, well, you're not scared of them anymore. It's just, yeah. Um, and I liked that the ghosts take on the wounds of the whatever they died from, like yeah. the one that had the half hewn face and the yeah. finger chopped off. And I the, mean, they were really creepy, I thought. Yeah. When they showed up, especially the one in the bathtub. Tom Hiddleston's little fake CGI ghost at the end. Tids. Yeah. I, or, uh, I thought the actually Jessica Chastain's ghost was the worst looking of all of them. Really? She's playing piano. But uh, Overall, uh, I, know, what's the main actress? Slow. Who is she? Because uh, she's from a, a a couple of things that I actually like. She's Mia, Mia Was, Wasikowska. Was, mm, Wasikowska? Wow. I don't I don't know how to say her last name. Mia is her first name. She was in Allison, Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland. Well, Alice in Wonderland. That's what I was thinking. She's also Jane Eyre. No, I think she's a I think she's a good and actress. I don't know if I could believe Charlie Hunnam as a physician. Uh, he didn't do great in this. As you a know, physician? he a was not as handsome as he could be, and yeah, he did. Didn't I agree? It wasn't. Great. I would not recommend watching this movie. Personally. I like it. I don't know. I, I would say it's. It is what it is. I didn't care for it. <laughs> I didn't I, hate I, it. I think a big part of it was. I gave. I think it I is gave a it very two stars. slow burn. If you if you see it, it's it's when you see a lot of. Period, but a burn nonetheless. A lot of piece, you know, movies set in that time period. They can tend to be very slow go. Before we jump into our at home recommendations. At home recommendations. Remind everybody that we have a swag store. Swaggy wag. You can get some t-shirts and stuff. Go to wearethecinemaguys.com slash swag. Swaggy cine- waggy woo. The added a shirt to it today. Two. Hold on, you can add shirts to it? Yeah. I didn't know that. What did you add? Um, there's one that is you? Matt. No, it's Matt, the um, radar technician. The SNL skit that 
uh, Adam Driver was in. Oh, Undercover I love Kylo it. Ren. Yes. Yeah. It says, like, I, my name is Matt. And then the other yeah, one I added. Yeah, we pretty much knew you were Kylo Ren from the beginning. <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> the other one that I added was, um, it's a yellow t-shirt and it says Music Town. And then it has, like, a red X through it. Ah, oh, we are not Music Town. No. Not Music Town. <laughs> so, yes. Go, I don't think go they go allow gum chewing at Music Town. Go check out our swag store. All right, let's move into our at-home recommendations. Home recommendations. How many do you have this week, Justin? Uh, not a lot. I've actually really. I've, I've a little. I streamlined. live too. That's you it. Just two. It. What? So give me one. Is one well, Arrested I, Development? I don't want to say things that I've seen it before. Uh, so I watched. I a, meant Brooklyn Nine Nine when I said Arrested Development. <laughs> yeah, I've watched a movie because I'm not saying anything I've seen before, like Gifted and everything else. All I've right, we, you're going new, <laughs> okay? Well, one's brand spanking new, one's old, 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 but that I, re- I started rewatching with my children. First one, Valley in the Valley of Violence with Ethan okay. Hawke. Uh, it's a western that I think we actually talked about on the show at one time. That oh, we want. I think it was like a, oh, we wanted it. to see it. Yeah. Well, it popped up on HBO Go in the Valley of Violence. Ethan Hawke. And John Travolta, uh, he's the bad guy, and it's inter- it's really good. It's a good western. It's a typical western, but if you like westerns, you should watch it. I liked it. And second, I started watching with my children Heroes. Really? Yeah. You I, like I, it? Well, I always did like it back in the day, and I was like, I've oh. never watched it. I was like, oh, I bet you'd really like this. It's really good, and they're really in. They're like, who's this? Why are they this? this is like, you gotta wait. It just unfolds over time, and then it show starts to suck. And then it kind of has a good ending, but it sucks for like a whole season because <laughs> it was horrible for a while. But the first that season, was during the writer's strike. The first season, yeah, the first season of Heroes is fantastic, uh, and that's why I will couple it with you should watch Marvel's Gifted because it's very Heroes esque. As you said, he wasn't going to mention things he's already mentioned before. That's my two. Cinnamon, a home recommendation from um, the I just, TV universe. I just don't. Yeah. Korea. Okay. So yeah. I have Can one. Can you say in Korean, please? No. Oh. I can't say what. I think it's bowl. 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 So I really like Korean TV. Obviously, mm-hmm. the one that I'm watching now is called The Best Hit. It's pretty good. The guy, uh, he's like a singer in the 80s, and he gets accidentally, he falls through time. and he goes, Oh, he accidentally falls through time. I hate it when that happens. <laughs> he falls down a stair- staircase. <laughs> he literally falls 20 years in the future. <laughs> well, well, we'll go, go. And then he ends 20 up years living, later. And he has amnesia, and he ends up living with his, I think, son, mm. but he doesn't know that that's his dad. It's real odd. But it's really good. I like Sounds it. Sounds exciting. It's exciting. It's Sounds like 30 episodes long and they're like 30 minutes a piece. It's like 15 hours of my life that I'm going to lose. But anyway, so the other thing that I have to watch is this show on Netflix called Rotten. It's all about um, like myths about food and origins of food and stuff like that. There's one that my friend told me about. It's about honey. It's one of the episodes and how um, like in China they were using um, like rice syrup to thin out the honey and stuff like that and there's a bunch of other ones like about cod and peanuts and garlic and um what is it called birds rotten Mm. yeah so you should watch that and i know that that's not normally a thing that i would recommend but it's really good i love cod fried it's good well i also have two this week what is it 
My first Bay. one Are is they? a movie you can watch on Netflix. It's called What Happened to Monday. Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I've been told this by several people yeah. who watch and uh, I have not. It's a sci-fi, kind of a sci-fi. Dystopian future, right? Yeah, where people can only have one child. You have to register one child. Mm-hmm. And someone has do, seven, right? Yes, someone has seven identical twins. Mm. And it's Willem Dafoe, and, and they he, take it. Oh, of course he would. Of course, Willem he would. Dafoe. Well, Willem Dafoe. It's not Willem. He's Willem the, he's not Dafoe. the father. He's the grandfather. And and each girl takes a different day of the week. Each girl takes a different day of the week. And I'm he guessing Monday disappears. Yep, he names them all by. This is a, I'm all really deducing. I have I've never seen it. And that's what what it is. After her day, she doesn't come home one night, and so. The other six are trying to figure out Wait, what happened to Monday. What happened to Monday? I haven't seen it. I don't know. Maybe you should check it out. But it is... Uh, check it out. I've heard it's good. It is really good. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. No, it's not happy days. Sunday. <laughs> okay. So it's what happened to Monday. <laughs> no, what happened to happy days. Okay, gotcha. Monday, All right, what's your Tuesday, second one? Wednesday. My second one actually goes along with Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. Also on Netflix, Troll Hunters, this animated oh, series. Oh, yeah, we watched like two episodes of that. Do they, have, that. Do they have trolls? It's like <laughs> trolls kill each other but there's always a human representative and the boy no, finds he's, he's the... the first human oh he's it's the first a, human a troll like there's the good trolls and the bad trolls like the light and the dark like and the, the dark ones can't come into yeah. actual sunlight or the light and then the other trolls the can. light ones can't go into the dark. no they can't no, they can they're like they're like blade that's not fair they're like but, blade uh, but that's about like fair. the the dark trolls <laughs> if they come into the light the they turn to stone and so, anyways, there's like a troll hunter. He's a troll, and he's like awesome in the beginning. And he dies. Oh no! And the boy and the medi- witnesses it. The boy it. gets the medallion, and, and he becomes, becomes the a first troll human troll hunter. hunter. I've oh. watched. I think the first. I thought it was cool. I wish the kids he's liked like it more. Like training, learning to become this troll hunter, and then. I wish the kids liked it more because I would have watched more of it. But I watched like two episodes. So Dose I was apps. just set. Well, thanks for checking out the Cinema Guys. Like I said, go to wearethecinemaguys.com. It's, everything's on wearethecinemaguys.com, so you can contact us. Everything. And come see a movie with us on Thursday night. Yeah, Thursday night, so you can come see a movie. Watch our Facebook page. We'll be posting what we're seeing and when we're seeing. Until next time, maybe we will see you at the movies. Pan's Labyrinth. We got a Pan's Labyrinth here. Anyone order a Pan's Labyrinth?